great evening, great evening, great Tuesday. Um, it's LaVon coming to you on our podcast this evening. Um, I just want to, it's been a couple weeks since um, we did the podcast. We've been working on a few projects. Um, we're doing an iFund Women campaign as well as um, we um it's pending, but we possibly could have found a location where we can have an after-school program for children with special needs, as well as um, on some days uh, do respite care for families, as well as have other programs. Um, so it is pending, so we are working on that. Um, I just want to thank uh, everyone who contributed to, we had a, um, I guess, get this uh location off the market <laughs> um that's what i titled it and just family friends community they just all poured in so we could um get the funds together to um see if we were able a candidate for the location so we are finalizing those things um and we're doing all this during a pandemic which is so crazy but awesome at the same time that we're not stopping and we're going to keep moving forward for our babies um and keep advocating for them and so that they can have a place to go to and to be themselves so i just wanted to share today um i had posted on my social media um some of the special need themes for the month of october so i wanted to um send some shine and some love to any of our babies um, who may have the diagnosis. Um, But I want them to know that, you know, we are advocating for them. We are spreading the word about the diagnosis and sharing more information about it. So just looking up um, what October themes, um, what themes were for the month of October. Um, October is Down Syndrome Awareness Month. Dyslexia Awareness Month, Emotional Intelligence Awareness Month, ADD and ADHD Awareness Month, Sensory Processing Disorder Awareness Month, and Rett Syndrome Awareness Month. So know that we're sharing our love and and um, our prayers to our families who um, have children who may be diagnosed with these um conditions and know that we are here for you know that we are advocating for you know that we're spreading the word to our community family and friends so today's topic is i wanted to share those announcements with you um but today's topic i just wanted to talk more about um overcoming and overcoming challenges um i know most of our families right now are um being homeschooled um doing virtual learning which can also be um a little difficult and challenging for our children who may have special needs Um, But one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about is 
uh, how to set up, how to manage, and how to um, process um, everything that's going on. So the setup is to make sure that your child has um, a place in the household where they can study and learn. And I know it's difficult to go from having a whole building to um, and friends and teachers and staff and administration to learning in a corner of your house or on the couch of your house or at the kitchen table or, um, you know, just, you know, not being in the school building, which I know is challenging. I know it is challenging for my children as well. But just having a spot where they know, okay, this is where I learn. But when I'm not on the computer and I leave from this area, I am with my family. Um, and just being able to have that downtime um, with your child. So that's the setup. You know, it could be, the, you know, just like it would have been in school, pencils, crayons, paper, um, notebooks. Um, just make sure that the child... Um, if the child is not bed written, but just make sure the child is able to continue on with their day um, as if they were in school. So getting up, you know, showering, getting dressed. Um, if they shower the night before, then, you know, just making sure they're washing their face, brushing their teeth, getting themselves dressed and ready, like as if they were going to school. Because you want to keep that ongoing because when, when we are able to go back to school, you don't want your child to be in that state of, you know, just lounging around and not being wanting to leave the house. Um, because, you know, that saying, one, you know, once you do something for 21 days, it becomes a habit. So at least still keep your normal routine and daily routine um, as close as possible as if they were in school. Um, the next thing is uh, managing um have a calendar um, that's written out. Um, if your child is a visual learner, make sure that you have their calendar and their schedule written out somewhere in the household, preferably where that area would be for them to go to school. But just make sure you have it written out as their daily schedule, you know, what time they get up, what time they log on for class. If you know the Zoom ID or the Google Classroom or whatever, um, virtual program you may be using. Um, if you know the ID link for that, you know, write it up on the board. Um, if you have um, multiple classrooms that you need to go into throughout the day, just make sure that they know their schedule, they know the teacher's name, and they know what time that they're supposed to be there. I know my, my children have synchronous and asynchronous and one-on-ones um, and it's a lot <laughs> um, compared to, you know, if they were in the building, they will already know, you know, at this time I go to gym and at this time I go to science and at this time I go to tech or computer class. At this time I go to lunch. So keep it as close to the routine as much as possible and let them see it visually. If they're auditory learners, then if you can, if you're not able to, you know, verbally tell them, okay, now it's time for you to transition to this class, then maybe you can get them a timer where you can set the times on the clock 
of when they're supposed to go to a certain class. Um, or you can even, you know, do a voice um, timer where you can say, okay, now it's time for you to go to this class. Log on to this Zoom link or this Google Classroom. So that that's helping them out as well if you're not able to be with them um, doing their class schedule. Um, another thing you can do is, uh, I know my son is going to the, going to high school. So we've been talking, we've been, him and I've been just having one-on-ones together, um, while my daughter is occupied doing other assignments where we're just talking about how it will look with the transition from, um, middle school to high school and what's his goals and his his school has been awesome with helping us out with it but you know um with the pandemic a lot of schools um, might not have the staff or might not be able to accommodate all the children um virtually so just make sure as a parent um if your child is transitioning from uh, middle school to high school that you are having that conversation with them and making sure that the school is aware, um, the school that they will be transitioning to, um, and their current school, that they're aware of your child's um, IEP or 504 plan. And if you have not had that IEP, because I know we've been, you know, it could be possible that your IEP may be um, needs to be updated. So make sure that you reach out to the staff and administration before your child does that transition so that everyone is on the same page before your child transitions to that next school school year. So I know I'm talking about it a little early, but right now it's a lot of deadlines um, for when children are transitioning to high school. So you want to make sure you have all your things, all your paperwork, all your documentation, the IEP, the 504 plan, the um, your child's grades, your child's attendance, your child's latenesses. Just make sure that you have all that information um, up to date and ready to go. Um, essays and test scores. And if you opted out of test scores, make sure you have that paperwork to say that, you know, due to your child's disability that they didn't have to take the test or, you know, make sure everything is in order for when your child transitions to the to this new school and also look at schools that you know your child your children may have interest in um i know with the process with my son right now um he likes tech and video games and so i just we've been talking and um just going over um what things that he would like to do um as a career um he is in a program shout out to mr joel wilson um tech core too so my son is taking a coding class right now with mr joel wilson um so he is enjoying that class so that's um allowing me to see that he is taking interest in it so that if we are looking for a school that's tech and technology and coding and scratching that he is able to participate and he knows and has some understanding of what it is. So just see what your child's interest is. Your child may be interested in dance or music or singing. So, you know, that's geared to more schools that likes performing arts and theater. Um, 
But again, just make sure that you do have your child's IEP and 504 plan updated before you do that transition, or at least let let them know um, what your child is able to do and what they will need um, services for for when they do that transition. And um, to make sure that they do have the staff and the capability of making sure that your child is um, that the school is equipped for your child for when they get there. Um, and then the last thing, so I said it was uh, set up, managing, and processing. So with our children being um, doing virtual school, uh, just, you know, make sure that they know that you're there for them and that you have, um, it's kind of hard to say that you have an understanding because this is, you know, not unless you homeschooled or did distance learning for your child prior to this, um, this is all new for everyone. <clears throat> and it is, is um, mentally, you know, some children are going through um, where signs of depression is showing up, um, signs of not wanting to leave the house, um, signs of them, you know, frustration because they are in the house, they, you know, they won't, not able to go to a lot of places and socialize with their friends. Um, I know some, uh, I'm in Philadelphia, so some things are opening up where they're allowing some children to do some after school activities um, as long as it's outside or it's a minimal number of adults and children and keeping, you know, the CDC guidelines. But just making sure that your child understands what's going on, not to the point where you want to scare them, but to the point where you want them to be knowledgeable so that if they are going to the after school programs or that if they are going to, you know, socialize with their friends, that they are following those CDC guidelines to keep them safe and to keep you safe when they return home. Um, so again, processing, um, just processing mentally what's going on. Um, if you do see signs that your child is really, really depressed um, and having concerns, just make sure that you seek um, counseling. Um, there are some counselors and therapists and psychiatrists that are providing services um, virtually. So just allowing your child to have that outlet, to have someone to talk to. Um, if you need assistance with that, um, you can feel free to contact me. Um, I'll, you know, try to do my best as finding out what services you can, um, have provided for you through your insurance. And, I mean, you can reach the email at lmfreedom, the number 20 at gmail.com. And just put that you heard the podcast and you need assistance with finding um, services for your child. Um, again, the email is lmfreedom, the number 2020 at gmail.com. And um, we'll see how we can help you in finding those resources. Uh, so, again, just processing. I know it's a lot. Um, tonight, my kids school they had a town hall um, and it was kind of fun they had 
a guy on there and he had us do, you know, different activities like screaming in the pillow and, you know, moving our body and dancing. And it really felt like, like he said, like being a kid again. And I know for me, I'm just like, you know, I'm sticking to the schedule, routine, making sure the kids eat, making sure they're in class then making sure, you know, checking my calendar. So I'm like going, go, 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 until it's time for me to put them to bed. And then I'm, you know, I'm just like done <laughs> for the day. But just having that opportunity to um, have a few minutes of fun and playtime, uh, that, that really was fun. So if you can incorporate that into your routine, please do like, even if it's just like a brain break or praise break or, you know, just share something positive with your child that may have happened to you during a day and let them share something with you that may have happened to them, you know, during their school time or, um, you know, just, just find something positive and happy because although we are going through this, it's a lot going on, um, financially and, um, mentally and, you know, physically with, you know, people being sick and um, just a lot of stress on us. But just know that we will get through this. Um, So, you know, I just wanted to give you guys some resources and just to have a discussion of some things that you can do at home. Um, One other thing that you can do is, you know, maybe do a vision board of what you would want to do when um, we're allowed to, you know, open up the world again. Um, you know, some people haven't stopped. So, you know, there are people still, you know, flying out of town and going to different places, but, you know, still be safe with those CDC guidelines. But, you know, you can do a vision board of where would you want to go, you know, when it's, you know, when we have the ability, the ability to travel or what do you want to do or, um, what book you you actually do the book now? What book do you want to read as a family, or what you know movie do you want to see when it's our movie night? You know, just having something where they can look forward to um, throughout the week. So those are the few things that I wanted to share with you today. Um, so I am so excited because we have some some amazing people coming up uh this month uh for our interviews that are coming up so stay tuned uh i'm really excited about them um i know majority mostly all of them um if not in person um we follow each other on social media so stay tuned for that that's coming up um again um, just like we sh- I shared earlier, we had uh, our drive um, for getting the location, um, and uh, again, I just want to thank everybody. Also, um, um, my kids and I were featured on the Global Innovative Field Trip, and it is on YouTube. Um, the Global Innovative Field Trip. Um, we were one of the presenters 
and that was um, children were presenting from all over the world, India, Indonesia, China, um, the United States. Um, it was amazing. I was able to catch a few of the um, innovators and innovator mentors that was on there. And it just opened up my eyes of how special our children are, how great they are, how much, how intelligent they are. Um, it was just amazing. Um, so I can't wait to watch the entire um, YouTube video. Uh, they, I think they went two days straight with different hosts um, from all over the world. So if you get a chance to look it up, it's Global Innovative Field Trip. And um, we went on Saturday at 3 o'clock. So, um, and we were talking about um, Advocate for Me, my business that I'm the founder and CEO of um, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, where we specialize with offering resources, advocacy, and training to family and friends. And we, um, and then we talked about my son's children's book. We have the cover. We're doing some editing um, so that he can talk about his journey of having a feeding tube and feeding issues. Um, and then my daughter, who's seven, she was like, well, I want to do something, too. I want a business, too. So her three things that she loves is makeup, jewelry, and traveling. And, you know, saying places that she wants to go. So I did my research um, on all three of them. And so we launched her travel business, um, Jada's Tiny Travelers. <laughs> um, so we both talked about making sure that um, the services that we offer as far as traveling, um, that they will be able to accommodate. Um, our families who are caring for their special needs child so that they may be able to travel and explore her three things that she said that she wanted them to do was have fun, be with their family and explore. And um, she is absolutely excited about it. We're doing a, a video, like a little commercial for her coming up this week. So we will be posting that on our social media. Um, it's been so much going on these last two weeks, but like I said, as long as we have this downtime for the during the pandemic uh, or, you know, while we're still um, on, you know, watch, you know, watching out and being careful, uh, being out, we are utilizing our time. So, again, it was the global innovative field trip that we um, did our 10 minute presentation and uh, trying to. Think, make sure I cover everything as far as announcements. Um, keep uh, listening. I, I see the how many um, have listened to the episodes. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Um, please share it with anyone else if you know anyone who may have a child with any um, disabilities or special needs. Let them know that we are here. If there's anything that you would like to um have on the podcast or anyone that you know that may benefit being on our podcast, please let us know. Please email us at lmfreedom20 at gmail.com. Again, put podcast and say that you have um, 
suggestions for our episode. Um, we thank you for tuning in. We thank you for uh, being able to listen to us and share our information. We will be at a couple of locations face-to-face this week. Um, we are starting to put things on our calendar, but being mindful, making sure that we are honoring the CDC guidelines. So um, we will be in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania at Awesome Brushes uh, on Saturday, October the 18th for their autism um, event. Um, And then we will also be on Thursday, this Thursday. Um, We just got invited to a parent workshop at Smith Playground um, where I'll be talking about um, different resources um, for families um, who are caring for special needs children as well as that transition um, into adulthood. So we'll briefly be um, presenting on that. And I believe that's it for this month, except for, you know, the interviews that we have coming up for the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you so much. I will keep y'all posted about the location. Um, We will finalize that on Friday. So we are still accepting donations um, towards that. We did make our goal, um, but, you know, the more I can take to the, uh, to the realtor, the more happier that they'll be. (laughs) So we won't have to pay, you know, for in the later run. So, um, you know, again, just thank you for listening to the podcast. Please share with the family or friend, please share on your social media, please share with, you know, with your family and friends that you may know that might benefit from our services. Again, be safe, be blessed. Until next time, have a great night.